Today's episode is brought to you by the professionals at Olive Branch Bookkeeping. As a business owner, it's important to stay on top of your finances, but that can be difficult to do on your own. That's where Olive Branch Bookkeeping comes in. They will assist in monitoring income and expenses, allowing you to make decisions that are critical to the success of your business. Don't wait any longer. Reach out to Olive Branch Bookkeeping today by visiting the link in the show notes and start moving your business in the right direction financially. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Silvius. I'm here with my co-host, Carrie Briner. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, I want to discuss industries that have or will be impacted by AI automation. Um, The figure stated in this article I'm reading uh, that I'll be reading off of today actually states that 300 plus million full-time jobs will be affected by AI. Uh, Before we get started, though, if you are a real estate agent in the North Idaho or Eastern Washington, Spokane area, and you're looking for a space where you can connect with other like-minded entrepreneurs, uh, exchange ideas, collaborate on projects, then I want you guys to check out At The Cove. At The Cove is a cutting-edge real estate co-working space and training center located in Post Falls, right on the border. And uh, whether you're looking for a private office or shared workspace, At The Cove has a ton of options. And so uh, you can either reach out to Carrie directly from the podcast or go to at dash the cove.com to learn more. Okay. So we have kind of covered this before. Uh, I'm going to be discussing AI and how our future is going to be different, right? Like we've, I've gone through it on another episode, but this is actually going to dive a little bit deeper into an article that I printed out Mm -hmm. and, um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I've been diving into this a little bit more lately just for my own knowledge because I had a conversation with, uh, actually, I got this article from my friend Stan, and we were discussing the potential of how it's going to impact us in real estate, as well as my wife's bookkeeping business, and what does that do down the road? I mean, it's going to completely wipe out industries as a whole. So um, there was an article by Goldman Sachs stating that $300 million plus 300 plus million full-time jobs are going to be impacted by AI. I personally think there's pros and there's cons to a future with AI, but the cons will have serious implications to entire industries as a whole. um, And then, you know, obviously to the people that are within those industries. But on the flip side, there's also a positive. And I think it depends on the frame on how we look at this and use AI as a tool. Right. There's a lot of ways that we can get caught up in all the negative stuff and how it's going to be doom and gloom. But I think there's a lot of people in the world that run businesses that have been operating at a at a level where they're so overcommitted to business and they lose sight of their family or personal life. And mm-hmm. I honestly think that there's a lot of AI that's going to help us gain time back. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I'll dive into every topic. I'm, a lot of this is going to sound more negative than positive, but it's just because I want to put things in perspective for business owners so that they can actually think about how to adapt in the future. So I want to go through a couple, well, there's quite a few. So I'm going to run through this list. This article is by visual, uh, it's from the site visualcapitalist.com. So this is US industries with the highest potential for automation. So at the top of the list is office and administrative support. That is at 46%. They're showing that in the red zone. Uh, Legal, 44% of legal jobs could be replaced or completely automated by AI. Mm -hmm. 
So if we have attorneys, you know, there's a lot of stuff when it comes to contract work. I think they actually discuss some of the specifics in here, but so you got legal, you have architecture and engineering at 37%, which is huge. We were discussing this with, uh, with my friend Stan, and he was talking about how engineers for developments are going to be wiped out by this kind of stuff. Uh, life, physical, and social science, 36%. Business and financial operations, 35%. Community, social service, uh, management, sales, and related jobs. Computer, mathematical, farming, fishing, and forestry. I don't know how that is going to be impacted, but it is. Protective service, healthcare, education, just about everything on this list. The one that is at the very last lowest point was 1%, and that's building, grounds, cleaning, and maintenance. So physical jobs that people can't replace. But they're already coming out with robots that are cleaning bathrooms and taking care of public spaces. So I just think when we discuss some of these things or when people are looking at AI, I think it's easy to get caught up in, it's not going to happen to me. It's going to, oh, it just seems too far out because I think a lot of people don't realize the actual effects of it. Um, there are entire industries. There's a lot of people that are from the Philippines that take on customer service and support roles and they're completely wiped out already, the majority of them, by chatbots. You install chatbots on your site and now you don't have to hire someone you know, overseas, wherever they're at, uh, to take on phone calls or, or answer questions. It's all automated. Any thoughts on that? It's a lot. Yeah. So a couple of things I was trying to, uh, remember in my head when you were talking about something I literally just read, um, and I, I put it out to all of our partners across the country in the newsletter, which is, um, about real estate, um, the reality is that, you know, especially in a shifting market and in, in any market, there's so much emotion attached to our industry as an example. So I'm just kind of combating some of what's being said that I think, um, you know, the only thing that can actually um, carry some sort of some sort of true understanding and empathy for another human being as a human being. And so when you're talking about, you know, really important things in people's lives, whether it be legal advice or real estate advice or um, things that are going to, that come with emotion that might be happening because things um, are happening to people or transitions are happening or crises are happening or situations that evoke any kind of emotion, good or bad. Um, and any sort of stressful situation like that, there's a lot of people that uh, really believe in AI and still believe that there's just that human element will absolutely not be able to replaced, be replaced. And so I think a lot of things can be replaced. And yet there's probably going to be an, what's going to happen is a lot of jobs are going to change. So you have robots cleaning space, but you still have to have somebody go and make sure that the robots did the right job yeah. and didn't miss something and, you know, forgot something or uh, whatever the case it became faulty. And so you always have to have like those people checking the work of, you know, the AI or the the robot or whatever is going to take over these jobs. So what that means is fewer people probably doing certain jobs or, you know, one person or fewer people overlooking jobs. So certainly I think it is going to have an impact on some careers and professions and jobs, no doubt. Um, and so for me, what I think of is in your career, whatever that is in your business ownership, whatever industry you might be in, what would that actually look like if a lot of those things did become replaced by that? 
who do you have to be or who does your company have to be? Who do you have to become to make sure that you you can supply whatever part of human element that is going to be needed in that particular job or career or profession or industry or service, because there will be something. Um, And so how do we actually start with the end in mind? Because to your point, instead of just ignoring it, I just think there's a lot to be learned from what's to come and how we actually shape our own businesses and grow our own selves and our skill sets, honestly, so that we don't get left behind and we pretend that something doesn't exist that actually does. And in the meantime, we all use it for our benefit. There's tons of agents around here telling me that they're doing all this stuff with AI um, recently, which is really fun. So we use it and embrace it now to stay ahead of the game and and make our lives easier. And then what do we do to anticipate what might come in the future, I guess? Yeah, and I've actually got quite a few actionable steps and they kind of, they dive deep into some of the things you were saying. And I agree, um, there are, when we're discussing, you know, important legal things or real estate transactions, there are nuances that, uh, you know, may not be picked up by, by AI. Um, obviously Zillow struggled with it, with their Zillow offers and all of that stuff. I do think AI is slightly different in the fact that it's going to pick up on more of these nuances than we know. But to your point, there's a lot of people who are still going to want the human relationship, human experience, because that's just how we are. That's how we're, that's how we're built. We're not computers. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think it's going to disrupt things and it just depends on how quickly it's implemented by society and how much we buy into it. I also think as a whole, from the human standpoint or society, we don't want to allow ourselves to become irrelevant because then what, you know, there's, and we're, we're very quick to, I think people in general are very quick to adapt. So I think it's like, there's this big, huge, scary monster in front of you is AI. And you think this bad stuff's all going to happen, but you know, I'm sure there was feelings around that when the internet was coming out. I'm sure that every point in time where there was some major societal or technological advancement, people have been afraid. This Mm -hmm. is different than other things, but at the same time, I think that um, it just depends on how quickly it's picked up. Yeah. So uh, I'll just dive into some of the actionable steps because I think it goes right in line with what you were saying. So I wrote ways to protect your career against AI automation. So you should learn everything you can about about AI. Um, Like we just mentioned, ignoring it and not learning about it is just keeping you in the dark and it's just making you ignorant to what is to come. So continuing development of AI is going to be exponential. It's not like anything that we're, it's not like the same timeframes we think about. It can just multiply thousands of times over. So Learn everything you can, learn how you're going to be affected by it. The next step would be to be flexible. Uh, if you're flexible in your thinking and your actions, you know, you're right. You mentioned earlier that jobs may not be completely wiped out, but they're going to be different. So don't be so rigid in thinking that, well, this is how I've always done it and this is how it's going to be, because that's going to it's going to hurt you eventually. So be flexible. Learn new skills, be prepared to pivot your business as needed. And I suggest always evaluating if what you were currently doing could be replaced entirely or just portions of it and how it's going to affect you. Because if those are potentials, uh, if there's a potential in your business to be completely wiped out, then figure out what you need to do so that you're not. If you think portions of your job that you get paid for, whether you work for somebody or you run your own business, 
if you think it's going to be changed or a portion that's going to be gone, figure out how to use AI to implement it and do more, become more valuable in the marketplace. And then uh, it kind of goes into, you know, use AI to your advantage. So use it to increase your productivity and output, learn how to use it to become more valuable in the marketplace and just learn how to use it to gain time back from busy work and focus on the people and the things that are important to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's what it can do. It can actually give us time back so that we can figure out how we can be better in our role that can't be taken away from us. You know, I think that articulates kind of what I was thinking in my head better than I could, which is use AI for its benefits to get an hour a day back or a couple hours a week back or whatever it might be. But then what are you doing to replace that time with something that's going to make you more valuable to your clients that AI or a robot or whatever else can't, can't do? There's always something. You have to be thinking about what that is, though. And then you got to really hone that and start to implement it today, I think, where maybe it's not as obvious to the consumer. But as AI starts to take over, you've already started working on this and you've already started thinking about what you can bring to the table that other people aren't thinking about because they're kind of ignoring the fact that AI is even a thing. And so working on your business in that way or spending more time with the people or doing the things that the human being can only do, do more of that, do it better than other people, come become creative about what would the consumer want if these other things, what can these other things not do? And so I think it becomes a real conversation with yourself about who you are, what your business represents, what services you provide, and what, what does that look like moving forward so that you can actually start making those changes today. Yeah. And I also think it brings the cost of goods and services down, right? Like, right. and, and that can be looked at in two, you know, negative or positive way. But if you look at it in the sense of, Hey, now I have access to services that normally would have cost me tens of thousands of dollars and I'm spending a fraction of the cost to do it. Yep. And I'm not spending the time to do it. Um, it can really amplify and change your business. I mean, we are using AI in marketing efforts, yep to, I mean, that's just really the tip of what you can do yeah. with AI, but we're using it. And the things that we're doing would have normally taken us months and months and months to achieve. Yeah. And then how are you replacing that? Say, what are you doing with that savings? And I just had a conversation with somebody today about, you know, making some changes that we're going to put money back in, in our pocket. And the question is always like, it's great to save the money, but what are you actually going to do re to reinvest that in your business to help you make more money? Um, and I think that that's the way I look at it. if AI is saving us money on things, let's figure out how we can make more money because of that. And even if our uh, industry, whatever industry we're in, we feel like our pricing is going to go down because it's going, this AI is going to drive it down. Um, then how do we help more people? Because AI should help us be more effective and more efficient. So we're going to need to figure out how to spend some of that money that we're saving today to get a bigger database, whatever our industry is, to help more people and to figure out, yeah, maybe it is the services cost less, but we can do more of them. How do we do more of them? And how do we leverage this technology and the um, advancements to do so? And it's just, you have to be open to that. And it's not good or bad. It just is. It's just what it is. And so when we start going down the path that something's good or something's bad, then we get stuck in it. But we just have to realize what's happening and then we've got to make it work for ourselves. And the people that do that are going to continue to succeed. And so I think it's a mindset. And that's why I like having these conversations, because we get stuck in one mindset about it or the other. And, um, you know, it's going to really determine how we embrace this or not and what, what it looks like for us in five, 10 years from now. Yeah. And the other piece of it, too, is like for what we're doing, instead of looking at it like AI is going to replace the people that we're working with, employees or, you know, work, you know vendors 
how do we have them implement AI so that they still work with us? We're just able to produce more output. That's right. Because you could look at it and say, okay, well, I could use this program and eliminate this employee. But, and I think the hardest part is going to, it's not going to be the small business owner. It's going to be the big corporate businesses that are just looking right. at the dollars. I can't speak for them, but for most of us that are running small, small to medium sized businesses with, you know, five to 10 employees. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how do you train them on using these programs? How do you help them do their job better so that they can put more out for the business and still be secure in their job? Yeah. So that's pretty much all I've got. I just, I really want to dive into it. There's, there's a lot of articles. I think that there's a lot more people talking about AI right now, but I think it's, it's almost becoming one of those things that's being talked about, but it's being glazed over. Yeah. And people aren't understanding that the importance of it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Good conversation. You guys need to be opening your eyes and ears to this stuff and making some changes. Um, it's all the way we think about something. So I love that the education is key and I love that you're staying on top of it, Andy. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for being with us again. Uh, if Just a reminder, if you have any uh, topics or subjects you, go, you guys want us to cover, uh, go ahead and comment in the show notes or send us an email. So see you on the next one. Yeah.